This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. to connect with Community Waikato on Free FM 89.0. You're listening to Roseanne from Community Waikato and our guest in the studio with us today is Ralph Evans, the event manager for the upcoming Aspire Community Showcase. Welcome, Ralph. Pleasure to be here. Yeah, hey, look, it's a great opportunity, we thought, to have a little bit of a chat around the upcoming showcase, which, as you've just told me, used to be called the Aspire Expo. Indeed. And uh, on the Saturday the 9th and Sunday the 10th of September at the Claudelands Event Centre. Exactly. Right. So in what's commonly known as Hall B. Hall B, okay, that's going to be very important. And um, access to that uh, through all of the gates, or what's the best uh, way to do it? Through gate four. Gate four and to then drive in. Yep. Parking on the uh, well, they call it many things, the paved area. Yep, yep. Not the grass. Uh, not initially, unless of course there are tens of thousands of people who want to park inside. Please keep in mind that it's five dollars if you bring a vehicle on site, or you could park in the street. So obviously, if you want to get in early and not have to pay, look around for a park on the side of the road. Uh, exactly. And what about mobility parking? That's normally free, isn't now, it? Mo- yes, mobility parking should be free. If there's a problem, we will sort that out. Okay. But oh. yes, just come in. The site itself is mobility friendly. It's all on one level. There are no lips uh, to trip people up or get in the way of chairs. So with a bit of luck... Absolutely everybody can get in and see what we've got. So accessible to everyone, which is really great. Um, it's funny how unless you're in a situation where you actually notice that, like my mum uh, has to use a walker now, so and I take her out uh, quite often in the weekends, and it's amazing where, you know, people say it's, you know, accessible. Uh, yeah, but you, you become aware of every crack in the concrete, slightly lifted tile, room that shouldn't be there, doors that are a bit narrow. Yep. And uh, and interestingly, and especially even now, newer um, sort of shopping centres, I've been to a couple, and you've got the disability parking. That's great, but there's no lip to actually walk up onto the footpath. You know, you've got to maybe go to another five or six parks down past to, to be able to get up onto the um, footpath, which is very interesting. A little frustrating, yes. Indeed. But anyway, we're digressing from what we're actually here to talk about to, with our listeners. So, Which is, of course, the Aspire Community Showcase. It is. So, hey, what's it all about? Tell us what it's all about. Community, uh, in a one-word answer. We have a broad range of uh, people that will be there. So, for instance, we have support groups, clubs, uh, educators. The Lions Book Fair will be there. Uh, We have a performance space. We have food on site. It's quite a variety. The original idea was for three separate uh, events, So back then it was the Wellbeing Show, the Lifelong Learning Expo, and of course the Clubs and Creativity Showcase. They're all coming at community wellbeing from different angles. So for instance, with Clubs and Creativity, which is my particular baby, uh, that's about reducing isolation. It's very possible to be entirely alone in a room full of people, which is not a nice experience. Finding groups of people that have a similar 
interest to you, a similar set of beliefs perhaps, a similar passion, makes life a little easier. Uh, Then of course you've got the learning side of things. The moment you stop learning, you're deceased. Prior to that, you are learning all the time, and this is just a little more formal than that. Uh, And then the well-being show covers all of the bases, so physical and mental well-being, financial well-being, all of those things need to be included in a show like that, and we endeavour to have them there. And then, of course, food. Food, very important. Nobody feels included without actually having food. And uh, that coffee in the morning before the day starts, very important. I'm sure it's going to be very important also for the storeholders uh, who are probably there early. Yeah, most most definitely. Are you able to give us a bit of an overview of maybe just a couple of the storeholders that are going to be there for each of the different sort of key parts, like from a well-being showcase? What will people be looking? Have you got an idea of just a couple of different storeholders that will be there? That obviously, if you're looking at from a well-being perspective. So off the top of my head, uh, Epilepsy Waikato, uh, that, they'll be present. Uh, what else have we got? There's a, a list of people. Uh, Spectrum uh, will be there as well. Uh, then for lifelong learning, we've got uh, Earth Diverse, who have a, a very broad palette. Uh, we're also talking to uh, Kylie and Co, who do some really cool things out there in the community. In terms of clubs, uh, Freemasons Waikato will be there, part of Freemasons New Zealand, uh, and the RSA, Cambridge RSA, uh, as at least partially I'm a member there, so therefore working on their being present, uh, them being present. So there's a, a range of things, support groups, as I said, and then the other groups as well. So as you're saying, and I suppose in particular for um, if you are maybe a new resident to uh, Hamilton or the surrounds. Well, in fact, new resident to New Zealand. We, we have one of the most diverse communities in the country in little old Hamilton because we have all of the support services here too. So that tends to bring people that have particular needs. We are a very diverse community and we have very diverse needs. Therefore, our event needs to try and cover that as much as possible. Yeah, so it sounds like it's going to be something for everyone to come along to. That's the goal. Right, so on uh, on that Saturday the 9th and 10th, uh, if you're looking at uh, coming along, uh, there's going to be something there I'd say for everyone. Now, you talk about um, before I picked up, obviously, food, which is great, coffee. and yes. And I think um, various... Waffles and sausages. <laughs> not not in this. Well, I suppose not you could have sausages on your waffle. Yes. You could. It could be a real savoury version. Although it is a, a sweet waffle. So ah, yes. okay, mm. all right, maybe on the side. Bit of an experiment. Yeah, and I think looking on the website, uh, different types of ethnic foods uh, as well. Uh, yes, currently we have dumplings. Uh, so still working on expanding that. All right, well, you've got me on dumplings anyway. Love my dumplings. Um, some really good uh, dumpling places around. Oh, I can around. recommend these. They are very nice. Oh, that's, that's good to hear. And um, also I noticed that you're going to have a performance space. Is that correct? That's yes. the plan? So any organisation that has a performance aspect or something quite visual, with it doesn't really matter what it is. It could be a martial art. Uh, it could be dance. It could be juggling. 
uh, musicians, obviously, singers. I mean, we have had singers in the past, and they've been absolutely amazing. Wonderful to see what's actually available out there. So anyone with that aspect to what they do can make use of the performance space as long as there's a slot available. Great. Okay, so we can have our own Hamilton or Kirikiriroa idol coming up. Good Lord, yes, we could. We could indeed. No, that's cool. That's a slightly frightening thought. (laughs) (laughs) Well, don't have to worry, our listeners. Uh, I definitely won't be uh, putting my hand up to to be one of the performers. Uh, Don't seem to have any of that sort of musical talent running through my family. Ah, Uh, see, it's not just about the singing. Yeah, no, that's true. Yes, I have been known to juggle up to three tennis balls. Juggle a lot, a lot of work on it. All time. at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, most definitely. Look, I think we might just take a bit of a break and and listen to a song. So um, while I was waiting for Ralph, I came up with uh, the good old Proclaimers, who I know were here recently. Um, I'm going to be 500 miles. So we're going to just listen to that, and then we'll come back, and we will. Um, have a bit more of a chat around what to expect um, at the showcase. And also, too, um, just, yeah, if uh, anyone wants to know more about uh, the showcase event, um, how they maybe can get hold of Ralph himself if they're interested in being a stallholder, or, um, yeah, what are the other details they need to know. So we're just going to head along and listen to uh, the Proclaimers, and then we'll come back. I'm gonna be the man who wakes up next to you When I go out Yeah, I know I'm gonna be I'm gonna be the man who goes along with you If I get drunk Well, I know I'm gonna be I'm gonna be the man who gets drunk next to you And if I heave up Yeah, I know I'm gonna be I'm gonna be the man who's heavering to you But I would walk 500 miles and I'm gonna be the man who's working hard for you When the money comes in for the work I do I'll pass almost every penny on to you When I come home, I know I'm gonna be I'm gonna be the man who comes back home to you And if I broke, well I know I'm gonna be I'm gonna be the man who's growing older you But I would walk 500 
Okay, and we're welcome back to Connect with Community Wakato on Free FM 89.0. You're listening to Roseanne from Community Wakato and our guest here today, Ralph Evans. And we've been talking about the Aspire Community Showcase. I'm really keen to hear, like, this is uh, the second uh, oh, showcase no. event. No, no, no. Ah. So let's see. Let's, uh, ba- let's well go being back, show in, back in time. Has been running for 10 years, clubs and creativity for eight. And uh, it was we realised suddenly that it was four for lifelong learning. We thought it was only two. But, of course, COVID occurred and everything came to a halt for two years, which has sort of skewed things a little bit. This should really be our 12th event for Wellbeing Show. So, yes, the showcase itself, the combined event known as Aspire, uh, this will be the... Third one. Right. Might have to update the website. I saw it said second. (laughs) You can't do everything, can you? I I know the last one, we had literally gotten to the point where we're thinking, yes, it's going ahead, but it's looking a bit shaky. And then lockdown, second lockdown happened about a week later. Yeah. And obviously from an event perspective, just like anyone in general, it's just been such a challenge, is not it, over those Indeed. last three years? And of course, people have been nervous about going back to events. But when they've gone to the events, they've really enjoyed themselves. They want to go to another one. Uh, so there's still a little bit of reticence in the visiting public, uh, which is part of the reason that it's a free to the public event. You don't pay to get through our door. You just have to pay if you bring your vehicle on site. That was another point I was actually going to ask around, you know, what sort of cost it would be to come along. But fantastic to hear that so it's yes, going to be no cost. So yes, you can bring you and your partner and two kids and your mum and dad and their cousin and your uncles and aunts and all, all of their cousins and it's all free for you to get in. If you want to buy stuff while you're there, that will cost you money. Okay. So, so for instance, the food is not free. <laughs> Okay, so make sure you still do bring along your FPOS card or some cash if you do carry cash. I definitely don't carry cash these days myself, but I'm sure there's FPOS facilities, will there be? Uh, we will have a cash-out facility operating, yes. Right, so if you uh, need to uh, get some cash and you don't have it on you, there will be a facility there for you to do that. That's great to hear. All right. Um, can you just tell me a little bit more about the whole inception of how this came about in the very first place? So way back when... Uh, so the very first one being the Wellbeing Show, was part of the Waikato Show uh, for several years, and so was 
Clubs and Creativity Showcase and the very first of the uh, Lifelong Learning Expos. Things have changed over time and we went out on our own, which was interesting timing because our very first event was about two weeks before the first COVID lockdown. <laughs> and we were thinking at the time, do we go ahead? And it's starting to look a little bit shaky, but no, 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 it, yeah, okay, we can we can go ahead. And we did. And yes, it was a little bit quiet because everybody else was looking at the same news we were looking at, going, hmm, should, should I go to a massed gathering of people? <sighs> Maybe not. Uh, so it was a little quieter than we would have liked. But it went ahead, the mood was great, the performers had a great time, the exhibitors were all fairly happy with what was going down, so yes, it worked. And then two weeks later we were all in lockdown for several months. Yeah, that's been a real challenge, isn't it, you know, for anyone in that um, event space. And he's hoping, you know... It was certainly a weird experience. Oh, totally weird experience, wasn't it, for everyone. And they do say that it takes a good two to three years after a massive you know, sort of significant um, sort of event like COVID for everyone to sort of get back to whatever normal is going to be going forward. I don't think it's going to be what it was. Which is quite a different normal now than it used to be, yes. Yeah, totally. Um, and I think, you know, for those people that do think we're going to get back to where we were, uh, a little bit uh, mistaken there, that's for sure. But they may be a trifle disappointed. <laughs> they may, or maybe more of a positive. Well, Who knows? working from home, I mean, that op- option that everybody had talked about for decades but nobody had quite gotten around to doing except mobile, who for some reason were quite happy with it. And now it's quite normal. Great. Yeah, no, it is It is great. And I think it does help um, around well-being of, of staff as well. Exactly. The, um, the mental health aspects of it have been brilliant. It has indeed. I know for ourselves at Community Waikato, we've got a really great what we call hybrid system, uh, where it's a mixture of working in the office as well as working from home. And yeah, one of the things that COVID did do is is get us um, in in a position where we had all the right um, equipment uh, and everything uh, at home, so that we could work from home, uh, and that even included you know our desk space, our seating, the ergonomics of it all, uh, as well as the you know your laptop and and screens and and things like that. So yeah, it's one 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 positive thing I suppose that's that's come out of COVID. Of course, in the the event space, uh, events online somewhat more challenging, particularly the style of event that we have, which is very much person-to-person, there's relationship building that happens in that first 30 seconds or so that you meet someone, which is quite important when you're trying to break down barriers, ask for information, learn what you don't actually know. Yeah, um, I've heard that uh, many times, actually, and and that is... I suppose the, uh, the the balancing act about whether you know you do have uh, events or, or even meetings or workshops um, online versus in person. I know from a facilitation of workshops, um, our team we, we much prefer the in person um, setting. Oh, every time the body yeah. language you get off a person tells you a lot more than the words quite often. So right there. And just the engagement level just seems so much more. And the energy, the energy that maybe you can protrude or the energy that they protrude and you then bounce off that. Uh, definitely in person um, instead of online. But where we've had to, we've had to adapt and uh, be flexible, nimble, whatever those buzzwords have been these days. And, and, and that's why our event is happening on the 9th and 10th of September. Because you roll with the changes and you make things work. You, you do indeed. Because what time of the year would you normally would you normally hold it? 
this time of the year? Or Originally, we were holding it uh, autumn, late summer autumn. Uh, however, it feels a bit more appropriate to hold it in spring. It's a, an opportunity for new beginnings for people. So that sort of fits with the whole idea of spring, in theory starting on the 1st of September, but uh, not so sure about that currently as we already have bulbs coming up. We do, and actually this morning I noticed when I was driving out of my driveway, my neighbours who are on a sort of a farmlet there, um, I saw all these daffodils and freesias popping up, and I'm like, brilliant. wow, you know, already, yeah. Slightly scary, but brilliant. Yeah. And I know the two of you are appreciating all the uh, blooms that are out at the moment. Yeah, no, it's great. And, uh, you know, as you're driving home from work or in the mornings even, we're just getting that little bit lighter in the morning and a little bit, you know, staying a little bit lighter uh, at yes, night. There's nothing quite like waking up and it's actually daylight. Yeah, that's that's so true. Whereas those couple of months when, you know, it's wake up and drive to work in the dark and, and the same, you know, come home and it's in the dark, it's like quite depressing at times. Can be. Yes, it can. But uh, maybe, you know, if you've got some good music going in the car at the same time, well, that might just help you uh, well, a yes, little bit. Well, yes, and we, um, yes. Yes, we, we've settled on spring for good reasons. <laughs> yeah, most definitely. So just a little bit more. If uh, people are wanting to know more about the uh, showcase, like maybe a potential storeholder, how do they get hold of you? So they can either contact us through the websites uh, for Lifelong Learning Expo, Aspire Community Showcase, Wellbeing Showcase, Clubs and Creativity Showcase, or they can contact me by phone on 022 064 8087. Happy to answer any questions they might have. And our goal, just for potential exhibitors out there, our goal is to have no more than two people doing similar things. So if there are 16 of you out there doing the same thing in 16 different organisations, only two of you are going to get in because it's just not fair otherwise. You end up with too much of one thing and none of them are doing particularly well in terms of visits from the uh, general public who look at it and go, oh, it's another one of those. So much better to have the broad variety. All right, now that sounds really great. And obviously from... The people that come along uh, to the um, showcase, um, you know, for them, there's going to be that variety then, isn't there? Exactly. Yeah. What's around the next corner? Great to hear. And, and don't forget to bring bags with you if you want books. Lions Book Fair will be there. Ah, the Lions Book Fair will be there. Now, if anyone has got books lying around at home that they would like to donate, can they do that? Uh not sure about the logistics from the Lions end for that. I suspect they'd prefer that you contact them uh, and then they will organise what happens with the books. Okay, and do you know which Lions Club it is or is it a combination uh, of them let's all? Let's see, it's the Hamilton East Lions Club. Right, so for any of the listeners out there who do have books around that they'd like to donate, you just need to look at uh, looking up the contact details for the Hamilton East Lions Club. That's great to know. Thank you for that. Look, we've got about three, just over three minutes to go. Um, just really keen, uh, remind us uh, the days and the times. So it's Saturday and Sunday, the 9th and 10th of September. So three weeks tomorrow, not that I'm counting. Opens to the public 10 till 5 on the Saturday, 10 till 4 on the Sunday, so our exhibitors can get home in daylight. 
That's great to hear. And I think you're having a grand opening or some uh, pulfily, is it? First thing on the Saturday morning? That's the goal. That's the goal. That's the plan. Okay. And I know from a community Waikato perspective, I hear that we are uh, maybe supporting uh, putting on a breakfast on the Sunday morning. For, for the, the exhibitors. For the yes. exhibitors, yes. Sorry, listeners, but this yes. is for the exhibitors. Networking opportunity for the exhibitors. Yeah. When I it's heard surprising the- how often people that are in similar spheres, shall we say, um, in the community sector don't actually know each other. So this is an opportunity for them to get together and make some networks that didn't exist before or build on the ones that they already have. And also, too, you know, if you've got more than one of you um, running a stall and you've got a little bit of downtime, it might be a great opportunity for you. Go and have a look. Yeah, go and have a look around the other stalls or go and get some of the food. We we do see that happening. (laughs) Not not like the spying or anything. No, no, no. They're just looking around to see what's actually there. Yeah, so it's a great opportunity, you know, if you um, are looking at potentially being a storeholder, a uh, great opportunity for you to come along and uh, look to promote um, whatever it is that you're looking to sell or provide, um, but also to be able to pop along and have a look at what all other stalls are as well. And as you say, uh, some amazing food over the two days and hopefully some, some great performances that you can sort of have a look and see and listen to. Well, I know there's uh, there's at least one performance that's going to be absolutely knock it out of the park and a couple that are going to be fairly close behind so looking forward to that all right no that's that sounds great now actually we've still got uh, about one and a half minutes to go 90 seconds to go um so ralph just i really would love to know how did you get into this how did you get into managing these events purely by accident yeah i, I was available i had the time i put my hand up uh, as many things go in the community sector, you volunteer, sometimes you get paid, sometimes you don't, but things need doing, so you make them happen. Yeah, so you've seen that there's a, there's a gap out there and there's a real, um, I suppose, opportunity for um, bringing these um, stalls and these various events to the community for them to come along to. Exactly. It, it fits with how I see things should be because we should have a community that supports everybody that's in it. We have a very diverse community, but we don't necessarily support everyone that needs the support. So events like this hopefully help to build that community into a tighter network. Right. Great to hear. So we're hearing all about Ralph's why as to why this is all happening. And it sounds like it's going to be a fantastic opportunity. So just a reminder, the Aspire Community Showcase is on Saturday the 9th and Sunday the 10th of September at the Portland's Event Centre. And just remind us what... Enter through Gate 4. Gate 4 and... Park in the uh, streets surrounding and walk in. Right. Okay. And the entrance, it's Hall... Hall... B. Hall B, that's what it is. Okay. You've been listening to Connect with Community Waikato with Roseanne and our guest speaker, Ralph. Thank you very much for coming along. Thanks for having me. just need to go along to the Aspire website if you wish to find out more information. So have a great weekend, everyone. Kia ora. more
episodes, use the accessmedia.nz app for iOS and Android devices, or subscribe to this podcast via Spotify, iHeartRadio, or Apple Podcasts. This free FM podcast was brought to you with support from New Zealand On Air.